Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? My name is Fadi Collusion. Welcome back to Let's Talk This Out. Hey, hey, everybody. How you guys doing? Oh, man. First, I'm sorry that it's taking this long to, um, you know, record another podcast. I'll tell you guys something that hit me this month that I didn't think will hit me the way it did. Uh, and that's, that's fucking February. And it's not to start this show off in a depressing manner by any means, but uh, just to give you guys some understanding, some backstory, and some uh, clarity. On uh, February, right? That's uh, the month me and Amanda started dating. It's the month we met that we met at our first date. You know, uh, we got married on March 1st only because, you know, the day that we wanted, February 26th, uh, wasn't a weekend. So um, it was our wedding prep month and all that good stuff. And, man, it was just, uh, it's, I wasn't expecting it to be this way, you know. It's always been the month that me and her reset our relationship, um, or at least one of the months that we reset our relationships. Used to surprise each other with random acts of just, you know, kindness and love throughout the month because it was just, it was an important month to us. And I didn't think nothing of it, you know, in January. It's just like, you know, February is February. I, didn't, I did not think anything of it, but I deactivated my fucking Facebook completely because, like, just knowing that it was even there, even though I deleted it off my phone, like I told you guys to make it hard to get to, those fucking memories, man, them shits were some hard pills to fucking swallow. So I was just torturing myself. So, you know, delete it, get rid of it, fucking maybe I'll come back to it in March. I'm not sure. I don't know. But right now, I definitely didn't need it. It wasn't doing anything for my fucking mental headspace. And that's uh, one of the things that, you know, a lot of people out there going through whatever they're going through. You got to identify what's fucking killing you. And that shit right there, I had to identify was fucking killing me. So uh, why, you know, I got power over the things I got power over. And that's what I fucking choose to, to look at, see, and absorb. So chose not to do it. Um, all in all, I'd, I'd completely get rid of Facebook, uh, but there's just so many memories in there, you know, for whoever, uh, you know, ever wants to see some things. I, I know I got on my computer, but they're just easier to get to on social media because my computer, the, um, the drives that have all, all the photos and shit, they're just, they're polluted with pictures. <laughs> so I don't know, I guess Facebook gives it a little bit of a, uh, easier means to get to some of the, the bigger memories, right? But yeah, that's, that's, you know, it took me a while to just to come down. I was laying in bed just now. I put Ava to bed. It took me a while just sitting there like, what the fuck, man? Like, should I go record something? Should I not? Uh, I'll tell you guys uh, the feedback I've gotten from the last podcast when I had Mr. Woodruff on. And even though, like, you know, I was a little skeptical about 45 minutes, uh, it just, the, the feedback was just phenomenal. I don't think I've heard anything bad about the, the relationship that we had on Mike, um, the, just the back and forth, the topic, the the, the different vantage points, the, the just all of it. So, uh, you guys will there's there's a, a few other people lined up that been wanting to come on. So, um, yeah, they they hit me up and we're gonna make it happen. So, you know, it, it's cool to talk to people. It, like talking, that's that's why the show is called Let's Talk This Out. You know, talking does so much for your fucking soul. Um, and it, it, that's all you need. It's not about who is licensed across from you, t- like hearing you. It's not about any of that stuff. It's just talking. You can literally talk. That's why like I tell you guys I pray because I'm talking. And sometimes it's not, you know, I don't need a response back. So, you know, what I know God's listening and, you know, it responds in different ways. But it's not like a, a conversation that I'm having, you know. But, uh, but yeah, it's talking, talking is just, uh, it's been amazing through this process and, and it's not talking to, 
to pull sympathy out of people. It's just talking to just hear my words. Sometimes I say some shit and I tell myself, yeah, you sound like a little bitch, you know, uh, tighten the fuck up. And I need, I need that. I need to, I need to hear myself. I listen to the podcast after I get done recording them. And I listen to them again after I post them for everybody else, because I know once I post them on, uh, on the website, it's, you know, I'm not taking them down, but I listen to them and I just tell myself like, you know, like, all right, cool. Or Fadi, man, you sound like a fucking pussy. So <laughs> I don't know how anybody else, uh, who else does that or, or might need to do that, but don't sleep on that process. That's, that shit's it fucking works. We got the Super Bowl coming up tomorrow. That's a fun time, right? I was about to have something here at the house. Um, like I said, you know, February is always a, it's a big celebratory month for us or was at least. And we, for the last four years, for the last five years in this house, you know, we've, um, We've thrown a soup bowl, like, you know, shindig. Nothing crazy, nothing like nobody hanging from the fucking ceiling or anything, but uh, we've done that, and it's been really fun. And here I am now, like, people want to come over, and I just, I don't get the heart for it, man. And not only do I have the heart for it, like, little man's in bed, yo. His bedtime routine, that fucking sleep train, I'm telling you, I've been on it, and it's been working. Little man's in bed by, um like, 6, 6.30. And, you know, the bowl starts at 6.30. And then Ava, she goes to sleep when she goes to sleep. We'll say sometime between 7.30 and 8.30. And the nights that she stays up past 8.30, it's fucking, it's miserable for her and it's miserable for me too. Uh, if I don't get her ready um, before she starts playing or whatever the case is and then 10 o'clock hits or 9.30 hits or not, man, she just passes out wherever the fuck she's at, you know, sitting on a beanbag, just sitting on the stairs. She's she's falling asleep, standing up, like bent over onto her bed. But, um... I don't want to put them through that. I don't want to put them through any kind of noise. I don't want anybody cheering like in whisper toned. I don't want to restrict anybody's happiness. And at the same time, I don't want to fuck with my kids. So I'm just not doing it here. I went back and forth for a while about it. I even said, yeah, we're doing it. And then just 24 hours later, I'm like, nah, fuck this. I'm not doing it. Um, I just don't want to, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, it's not that I, I don't want to make new memories. I just, it's, it's still fucking kind of fresh, you know, um, I tell myself, you know, five months or, or approaching six now, it's been a long time, right? But in all honesty, you know, it's not like shit. Six months ain't nothing. Five months ain't shit. Uh, I've been deployed longer than that. And, um, yeah. And after Super Bowl Sunday, you know, following Sunday, we got fucking Valentine's Day. And, uh, and all this, uh, this, this love, love stuff. And it's just. Man, just soaking it in, the commercials, the the advertisements, the stores, the hearts, the colors. You know, it's just, man, like I said, man, tease around. You guys go have fun, man. I want to make sure you guys, you know, hold the ones you guys have, whatever the case is. But right now, I'm not a, I'm not really in the mood to, to see or deal with any of that shit. Um, it's all good, though. Like, I'm not trying to be like the, the Grinch of Valentine's Day or the Scrooge of Valentine's Day, whatever it is, but. Anyway, it is what it is, man. Um, work's been pr- going pretty good for me. Um, some, like, you know, great people there. Uh, a lot of new relationships uh, over the last month at work with, you know, mature people that, that have the, the capacity to understand uh, things beyond themselves. And that's, that's important, especially when it comes to, like, you know, uh, leaders, right? Uh, a lot of the leaders that I work for and work with, um, have that capacity so it, it's not it, it makes things more comfortable it, there's a there's a, a level of understanding not that i i give a hundred percent every fucking day I, I'm, I'm there early and i leave as late as i could possibly leave without you know neglecting my children but um so i, I don't i don't 
I don't ask of nothing from them. And, you know, I, I give as much as I can to, to all of them. But uh, it's been good, you know. It's been good for continued. It's continuing to be good for just a, the different routine, the, the different challenges on a day-to-day basis, the, the the people aspect of things. And I mean, I feel blessed to just be able to be part of that command. And um, by far, right now, I want to say, you know, uh, first impression. Um, it's been the best command that I've just walked into, you know, and uh, for many, many reasons. The kids are continuing doing, you know, great. Ava feels like it seems like she's getting smarter and smarter every day. Little man is is crawling like a champ, and uh, even even more, he's walking like he's he's walking with his walker. Uh, he's only taking a few steps at a time, but he's getting there. He's able to stand up, uh, balanced, and just you know, I don't know, just be amazing all the time, right? Uh, I tell you guys, man, being a father is. I, you know, I know there's a lot of fathers out there listening, but it's uh, it's learning about strengths, strengths that um, that I didn't know I had, and dealing with fears that I didn't know existed. And with both of these kids, you know, it's just uh, those strengths remind me of what I'm able to accomplish on a day-to-day basis. And there's nothing unaccomplishable, right? And those small little acts of like. Uh, parenting that little fatherhood fucking quirks day in and day out just they they keep pushing me they keep pushing me and i'm I'm so happy i have these two kids uh even when ava tries me you know the other day i was sitting in um in the master bedroom closet i'm going through papers um just getting some tax paperwork together and getting some uh some other paperwork together for for some other legality and um Ava walks in there and she sees this uh, empty cell phone case that belonged to Amanda. And she's like, you know, this is mommy's cell phone case. I said, yeah, baby, put it back. And she's like, you remember when you made mommy cry? I said, I didn't make mommy cry. She's like, yeah, you did. I was there. You made her cry. And she was talking about the day before she passed. I mean, Amanda had got into a little falling out. Um, she, not falling out. You know, no, it wasn't like yelling and, you know, just ignorant shit in front of, in front of Ava. It was like she was just she was upset. She was clearly upset and she was crying. And there was no consoling her, and so I, I just, I just avoided, not avoided, but I just walked away, right? So Ava's like, "No, you, you made her cry." I said, "No, nah, Ava, I did not make her cry. Mommy was just sad." She's like, "Yeah, but you made her sad." Man, she's just taking fucking shots at me, but that little girl keeps me on my toes. She, um, she fucked me up that day, but you know, <laughs> I look back and I, between her body language, she was leaning up against the door frame with her arms crossed, like she was lecturing me. And uh, it's just, man, her memory, like I'm telling you, I'm just trying to flood her with new memories. Like I'm buying her new shit, fucking uh, friends that come over. We do new things. Um, Like earlier today, you know, I, I just bought uh, one of those like full-size basketball hoops for the backyard. And, you know, got that. She, first time today playing playing on it with one of her friends. Uh, she had a little six-foot one. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. She had a little like maybe maybe six foot, I don't know, like four to six foot one, right? And down at the four foot, right, she got her shot down. She shoot the basketball and doing great things. So I'm like, all right, you know, it's time to kind of upgrade and, and try and get her to shoot, you know, a higher shot. So, you know, she had some fun today playing that. And uh, I don't know, just like I said, new memories, just trying to flood out some of those old ones. I know she'll always have them, or at least for now. But, yeah, man, she fucks me up sometimes. And uh, all I could do is smile and just uh, be, in, be in awe of the, the young lady that she is. 
Uh, and there's so much of that stuff is what I pray about, you know, but there's always there's that saying, right? Uh, be careful what you ask for. Uh, when you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud as well, right? So I've been praying for rain <laughs> and dealing with a lot of mud on my end. And I know there's a lot of people out there as well, that, you know, that I know that have been in the, that are in the same situation. I had a buddy come over here tonight, man. My heart goes out to him and his wife. Um, uh, you know, he told me about the whole separation they're going through. And uh, it seems like a lot of people right now in my life are, are getting separated. And, and that's not the point of what I'm trying to say is when he came over here, I, I hadn't seen him for, you know, um, a little over a month. Uh, I'm actually uh, almost two months now. Last time I saw him was before Christmas. And he's like, hey, man, you know, I wasn't trying to avoid you or anything like that. I just felt bad bringing this to you, uh, knowing what you're going through. And I can appreciate that. I can. But, I mean, everybody, I've always been that person that, that people brings that people bring everything to, right? Um, for for one reason or another, right? One, I told you guys, and I still tell you guys, I don't judge shit, all right? I don't, we all have our crosses to carry. And I don't ever judge somebody's... Um, uh, choices because you know clearly I don't know what options they had to choose from, and uh, that's a huge part of understanding others, right? Understanding or just being compassionate to others, sympathetic to others, whatever the case is. But uh, I told him I said you know no matter what I'm going through, you know what he's going through, what anybody's going through, like I, I don't, it's not, I'm not taking it at all. I'm not walking his shoes. But if you need an ear, I'm always here to listen, and I'll give you my opinion if you ask for it. And sometimes even if you don't ask for it, because that's what you need, you need. Um, and then vice versa, right? It's a conversation piece. We talk. That's that's how we get through things in life. Nobody does anything by themselves. But um, you know, he, he's not the first one to say that to me, and I just it makes me wonder what you know, you, what people out there are people out there that are taking the response away from others, right? Let, let people respond. Let let people go through their emotions. You know what I'm saying? Let people, you know, give them a chance to react or respond without you assuming what their reaction or response is. Um, I know, you know, I got another friend, uh, me and her were talking on, what day was it? I don't know what day it was, like, you know, like, like a day or two ago. And she's like, hey, I'm asking you a question, but I already know what the answer is. I'm like, all right, so why are you going to ask me the question? She's like, because I want to see what you're going to say. I'm like, all right, well, ask me the question. She's like, well, now you're going to change it because you know I'm expecting something. I'm like, Jesus Christ, well, you asked the fucking question? And she was like, hey, after church, you mind if I come see the kids? And uh, I'm like, sure, you know. <laughs> I'm like, what? Was that the response you were thinking you were going to get? She's like, well, what else do you want to say? I'm like, Nothing. The answer, it was a direct question for a direct answer. But we so often fucking respond for others in our head that we just don't even ask the question. So we are having a conversation with a whole other person and living a life with a whole other person. Like not with, but you know what I mean? In sync with another person. Whatever word you want to use. And we're just reacting and responding for them and then getting upset or happy with them or for them, right? Like, let fucking people talk. Let people think. Let people respond without your um, preconceived, you know, responses or notions in your head. It just makes everything so much harder. I used to tell you, I told you guys, you know, man, you used to do that shit to me all the time. She'd say something or she'd ask me something and then she'd answer or she'd have a conversation with herself and I'm over here trying to play catch up. And that was the worst when we were fighting. When we fought and she'd, like, if I didn't respond, then she'd assume that not that non-response was a something that meant something else. I was like, it be, just became exhausting sometimes, you know. And I don't know who else out there can relate with people that just argue with themselves or have full-blown conversations with themselves or assume something in you or get upset with you for something that 
they imagine that happen. Let me tell you guys, man, if you're over the age of 20, we'll say 24, uh, 24 to 26. If you guys are over that, we'll say 26. All right. If you're older than 26 and you're still doing that shit, you're living a toxic life. All right. You are a toxic person to somebody. I'm not saying you're a toxic person in general, but it's just, it's just not healthy for somebody, man. Like, like that saying, right? No matter how cute she is, there's always, uh, there's always somebody out there that's tired of her, you know, just like, or for guys, no matter how cute he is, there's some chick out there that's tired of his shit. However cute she is, there's some dude out there that's just fucking tired of her shit. It's just, <laughs> it's fucking exhausting, right? And I, I, I have a handful of those uh, friendships, right, in my life that people are like, they, they want to tell me how I'm feeling or they want to tell me how I'm going to respond or they're going to assume how I'm feeling or assume how I'm respond. Or if I don't respond back, it means something. Like, it's that nothing. It doesn't, nothing. Like I don't know who hurt you. I don't know who did it to you. <laughs> But, you know, grow up a little bit. It's okay. Like, I'm not saying grow up in a disrespectful way. Just grow up and understand that we're all different. We all respond differently. We're all different people. What you think is not what I know. And what I think is not what you know. Like, I'm not going to I'm gonna have a conversation. Having a conversation shouldn't feel like I'm having a conversation with this microphone. It should be a fucking, like a ping pong tournament. I say something, you say something back. I catch something, you catch something. That's it, you know? But, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I am going to leave you guys with this one last thing, right? The last episode, uh, I said something that I used to say all the time. Man. I even brought it up during my commissioning. I said, in a, in a world full of roses, be a weed. And that, I left it at that. I didn't explain it, but uh, for everybody that knows, you know, or has heard me saying that, uh, kind of knows the explanation behind it. And I'll explain this to you guys right now, all right? A rose needs the right conditions, the right environment, the right uh, primping. To, to grow and to thrive a weed only needs to know that you don't want it there a weed will grow um in the fucking heat in the cold it'll grow um after you fucking pull it from its roots it'll grow no matter what most of the time right i want to say 99 percent of the time we've all dealt with weeds a rose on the other hand um if you don't cut the the dying roses out on that rose bush uh the ones that are alive and thriving will start to die as well that's why, you know, um, gardeners uh, clip rose bushes and they, they, they only leave the buds that are that are um, healthy. All in all, I'm not a gardener, but a rose needs to grip like a, a, a perfect condition or a fucking a good condition to grow and to look beautiful so people can awe at it. A weed, on the other hand, just needs to know that you don't want it there. So in life, don't be a rose. Or in a world full of roses, be a weed. All right, be resilient, be strong, be determined, be a weed. All right, I'm gonna leave you guys with that last one. Uh, you guys won't have to wait another week to hear uh, the next podcast. I'll have somebody on, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, y'all keep swimming, and when you can't fucking swim no more, those arms get heavy and they feel tired. Take a deep breath in and float. That's what I've been doing for this last week, fucking floating. All right, love y'all. Thanks for tuning in.